this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career. Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And Kayla. With Married to Safety. I didn't know if you were going to catch up on that one. I yeah. Thought, I thought it was going to go away. No, I'm here. I'm here. So wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you so much for joining today. We're going to start the show like we do every show with a little bit of breathing. And Kayla's going to tell us how long we're going to hold at the top so nobody gets anxiety. Four seconds. Four seconds. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Remember, if you're driving, don't shut your eyes, but go ahead and shake your shoulders and settle in. Give yourself a little stretch, and we're going to go in through the nose. Hold four, three, two, one, and release. Big push. One more time. One more time, all the way to the top. Hold four, three, two, one, and release. So releasing, speaking of releasing, let's talk about what's going on in Orlando, Florida today. So it's a glorious time to be in Orlando. It really is. It's the best time of year. Super mm-hmm. cool. Um, not 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 hot like it normally is. Some some nice weather. You can actually throw on a little bit of a of a you know a hoodie or a, a longer sleeve top and you feel great. But it is snowing pollen, which is awesome. So if you hear us cough or it is just us being us here in Orlando, and I may sound like I'm sick, but I'm not. I feel really, really good today. So what are we going to chat about today? Well, I think we are going to continue Crucial Conversations. And last time we spoke a little bit about the movie Inside Out and how amazing it is. And if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It's just really so beneficial for everybody to watch because we all have emotions that we need to process and work through and we all need to learn that that's okay that we need to be imperfectly perfect because we all are and now I've added imperfectly chaotic because our lives are always that I like that second one that that, that makes me happy so that's that's who we are is um imperfectly chaotic right yes yes we are I want to make sure I say it right so so just everybody understands kind of what we're going to be talking about today is, is really geared towards kids and crucial conversations with kids. Because I think that people avoid crucial conversations with children because they want them to be happy all the time. They're, they're afraid of what's going to happen if their, their child or somebody else's child is not happy all the time. So just kind of a, a reminder of what a crucial conversation is. A crucial conversation is... A conversation that has to be had because there is something at stake. There, there is something um, tangible out there that needs to be discussed, and 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 kind of reviewed by both sides so that there can be some clarity around the outcome. Um, and what happens is if you don't have crucial conversations, you end up causing more and more stress at work. You cause more and more stress at home. You cause more and more stress with your kids. And it just kind of goes into, like Kayla says all the time, it's a downward spiral. And we talked about on the last show, you know, the, the, the most important thing about a crucial conversation is not doing a sneak attack. Thank you, Kim's Convenience. So <laughs> we don't want to do sneak attacks with our partners. We don't want to do sneak attacks with our coworkers. 
when you're about to have a crucial conversation with somebody, first of all, you should ask if it's okay if, if we have a crucial conversation. Are you in the right mind frame? Because if somebody does a sneak attack, what does it cause you to do? Uh, I go into complete anxiety and stress. And we talked a little bit last time about how when you are leaving to go out of town, it's very difficult for us. We have to wrap up family life, business life, and we have to you know, get prepared. It's much easier when you're coming home because we're, it's kind of like a celebration. Every time you come home, it's like, Oh, let's go do something. But getting prepared for you to leave is very difficult. And okay. Let me throw in here too, that after he leaves, it's like a big, I take a lot of breaths because that's really sort of my downtime where I get to work on myself and work on the business parts that I do alone because typically we are really pushing to get make sure everything's done with the business and those kind of things. So it's really, really stressful. And I think that we really have to understand that these crucial conversations at the workplace only spiral out of control and affect the family or vice versa. If there's a lot going on, in your home life, then it also affects your work. So I think we really need to dig deep into that today because in our business, we incorporate mindfulness and wellness into everything that we do. All of our consulting with safety and leadership involves something with mindfulness and with wellness, the well-being of you. And that might just mean joy or sleep or anxiety, just dealing with those things. But we always try to incorporate something beneficial. And so we really need to include crucial conversations in this because we really don't think sometimes about how dealing with things at home causes problems at your place of work uh exactly and i there's i i know we're all probably thinking or you and i are both thinking of who i'm going to be discussing and i'm not going to call them out by name but i've had some great people that i've had the pleasure of working with great colleagues unbelievable and there have been some amazingly talented people that i've had the pleasure to work with that have gone down a spiral not because of work but because of home and it impacted their their employment. And what ends up happening is if you if your if your life at home is a train wreck, you can cover that up for a little bit at work. You can you can do some things and you can hide it, but eventually that stress will get the best of you. And so maybe a crucial conversation to have if things aren't going well at home and you know what sometimes at home it's unfixable right? It's, it's, it's time to, to, to cut bait. It's time to, to eliminate certain people from your life. But, you know, there's been several people that I can think of that did lose their jobs because they would not have the crucial conversations. They would not allow people to understand what was going on at home. And so as their work suffered, you know, the employer's naturally going to say, you know, we need to fix this or we're going to have to find somebody else that can do the job. Well, if you're afraid to have the crucial conversation, you know, that could spiral out of control and then you could not have employment. So there, there's a lot of, you know, importance in, in having these conversations because it in fact impacts every aspect of your life. So, so talk about kids. 
talk about why it's important with kids to have crucial conversations. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, let's go back a little bit to the, you know, a little bit before that, before you even get to the kids, it's so important for the two of you, you know, you and your partner to sit down and discuss things. I think make a weekly date out of it and just some time. Now we know how hard that is because of moving and not, you know, we, we never really used babysitters that much because we were always in a new place, didn't know people, didn't really do that kind of thing. So it was very difficult for us. And it put a stress on our marriage. It put a stress on crucial conversations for sure. So we would find ourselves exploding at some point because we hadn't had these crucial conversations. So make a point to just sit down, even if it's five or ten minutes, set aside that time to have those crucial conversations with each other and discuss what you need to have a crucial conversation about with your child. Yes, and and one good tactic that we've used, we've and again, we are perfectly imperfect. We are not on this show to to tell people here's how beautiful and perfect our life is and how wonderful it is. There are a, a lot of really really good parts of our life, but there's parts that we want to share just that that might help somebody else. And one thing that we've never been good at is date night, right? And you need that as as a partner, as a spouse. You need time alone to discuss. And we use date night to, you know, kind of exhale and plan and strategize and have crucial conversations as necessary. And, you know, here recently, and, you know, yesterday we had kind of a rough day, um, which kind of spilled over into today. But now Kayla's, you know, loving me again, which is which is awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. So, but but what happened is, and I just thought of this, we've not been doing date night like we should because we've been changing offices we've moved offices we had to paint we had to prepare we had to get everything ready and so normally we had time to discuss things on our Tuesday night date nights but we haven't been doing that lately and it finally you know reached ahead and there were some stressors there that just you know would say that we probably should have been having crucial conversations and we didn't Mm -hmm. and so what ended up happening with that is that we just kind of had a little bit of a rough patch yesterday and moving, moving past that and kind of sharing that with everybody else today. But let's talk about with the, the, the kids and, you know, everybody in this world, you see it all over social media, you see it everywhere. People are trying to make sure that every kid has a great day all the time. Every kid gets a trophy, there's participation, and that's just not what life's about. Life is about having great days and not so great days, and you have to enjoy all of them. And you can't just think that your life is terrible just because you're having a bad day. And if you don't have crucial conversations with your kids, that's the way that they're going to grow up thinking that every day should be perfect. And instead of embracing both the perfect and imperfect days. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about this, this kids thing, this crucial conversation thing. We've had to have a lot of crucial conversations, but one that really sticks out in my mind, and I didn't discuss this, or I didn't write it on my little board either, which some, I guess we should say that. Like, we have these little boards. We kind of write notes for each other because this is totally unscripted, not really planned what we do on these shows. So um, there was a particular year that was really, really rough for us. And 
um, I'll get into that a little bit more, but we had moved to a new place. Our son at the time was a competitive gymnast and he had a little friend who was just adorable and they were becoming really good friends and we were so excited and I became friends with the dad and I realized that I had never seen a mother. Now, is this unusual? No, of course not, because they they might be working or whatever. But this was something new to us um, that we had not had to discuss with Xavier yet because he was very, very young. And so we discussed this, and I said to Josh, you know, I'm pretty sure that my friend, um, that Xavier's new friend, I'm pretty sure this is two dads. And we discussed how we should approach this with our son because we did not want this to be something in our minds. We were like, oh, we should discuss this. And the reason I want to bring this up is because it's such a controversial topic with a lot of people. And can I just remind you that nobody chooses how their life ends up? Yeah, we have a lot of things that we make decisions on, but this child was an awesome child that had come from a very bad situation. And these two guys had taken him in, and here goes my crying session for the day. And it's really strange because everywhere we have moved, I have had some type of foster situation put in my life. And Xavier is the same. He's He always is very drawn to kids that are kind of in bad situations or something like that. And so at the time, like, we were searching for, you know, the way to explain this to Xavier in the proper way that we could tell him that families are different. And, again, it doesn't matter how you feel about that situation. You need to remember that that child did not choose that, he's blessed by that. He's blessed to be in a better situation and a wonderful situation. So I think it's our job to not put pressure from how you may feel about that onto that child or your own child. And so I remember us talking about this and we were like, oh my goodness, how do we explain this to him, you know, in a proper way with a lot of respect and so that He understands this, and so we didn't really come up with a way. We never really had the crucial conversation, and it's so funny because we were a little stressed out about it. And so on the way home from the gym one night, he brought something up, and we had a big competition that weekend. So Josh wasn't even in the car, and I was like, you know what? Okay, this is my moment. I'm just going to have this crucial conversation by myself. And I'm like, so Xavier, you understand that your friend has two dads, right? And... He was like, really? That's cool. Did you know that so-and-so in my class has three moms? And I was like, "Mm, okay. So not just a mom and a stepmom, but we're dealing with more here. A plus one. A plus one. And and so I was like, really? That's so cool. So realize that sometimes you get worked up and anxious about crucial conversations that – you think are so important and it's not even a hard topic. It's not even a crucial conversations. Kids are so 
warm and loving and accepting. And they feed off of what you teach them. So if you if we had approached that in a way of this is very different, you know, this is blah, 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 then Xavier would have gone in with a negative attitude towards the child or something like that. So in your crucial conversations, be very careful about how you approach, approach things, even if you don't agree with things um, that, that other people may be doing or practicing in their lives. That's really not yours to deal with because we still have to love and respect everyone. And that's how we should handle things with our children as well. Yeah, and, and they're going to pick up on everything, right? So, so save, I mean, and we're, we're definitely not perfect at this. There's been a lot of examples. And um, we'll probably talk about the, the Easter story at some point where, where <laughs> Kayla decided to drop the bomb that the Easter bunny was not. Oh, yeah, uh, spoiler alert. Then I'm going to talk about the Easter bunny here in a minute. So, um, you know, Kayla decided to, to drop the bomb the day before Easter about the fact that there was no Easter bunny, right? So it, it, it's, it's all about how you decide to go about these crucial conversations. There's a lot of them to be had about that. There's like we just talked about sexual orientation. There's the the big the big talk, sex, right? You know, there's there's discussions about finances. There's discussions about a lot of different things. And when you bring in that weight of anxiety and stress into that conversation and do a sneak attack like we talked about, that's how it's going to be received. And so what we found is that a lot of our conversations with our kid um, he's actually better at crucial conversations than I think we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think you'll find that with most kids. Most kids are pretty honest. You know, we, we learn to be deceitful, and we learn to hide things into our adulthood. You know, kids are just kind of honest. They are, they are who they are. They're authentic. And, you know, there's, a, there's a, um, a thing on Instagram right now that they recorded this kid says, or the, this wife says something about, does this, you know, make me look fat? And the husband says, no, but the kid chirps in the background, but you are fat. And, <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny, and the guy spits all over the computer, but kids are just honest. And so we can learn a lot from kids about crucial conversations because, you know, there's lots and lots of stories out there about kids who, you know, parents lead alternative lifestyles. You know, parents may have troubles. Um, crucial conversation happened to me one time in Guam, you know, I got asked to go speak in front of Zave's, uh, kindergarten class <laughs> and it was the best. I was so excited. I mean, as a dad, I was so excited. I brought, I brought all this technical equipment, all this safety junk. And, you know, I, I, I was reading kids and I had a, I had a, you know, an oxygen meter and I was trying to explain to them that I could tell which kids were the good kids and which kids were the bad kids. And it was really fun because everybody was a good kid, right? And then when I came to Kayla and the teacher, I said, oh, both, both of these are bad. Everybody laughs and whatnot. And I said, well, you know, does anybody want to be in safety? Does anybody have any questions about safety? And this little boy just raised his hand. And he said, I know a lot about safety because my dad was wrestling my mom. And then he went to prison because of it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm bumfuzzled. I don't even know what to say. I'm looking over at Kayla. She looks down. You know, the teacher looks down and I'm like, oh, okay, everybody's got their own version of safety. <laughs> but the kid was totally honest. He, he was, he was just, he was just in the moment and just kind of letting everybody know that, you know, him, his mom and dad had some problems and the dad went to jail because of it. Yes. But they're honest. And that's the importance of, of crucial conversations with kids. It is because if he had not been so honest, we would never have known that and gotten to know him like we should have and, and known um, that, 
neither of his parents were in the picture and that um, his grandparents were raising him and what wonderful people they were and um, so supportive of the situation. And we got to know that and learn from that experience. And yes, Josh was speechless. I've never seen Josh so speechless probably ever. And it takes a lot. The teacher, the teacher handled it so beautifully after she looked down. Yes, she, she knew the situation and she took over and she was like, that's right. And all of our experiences are different. And it was beautiful. And I think we can all take from that and realize that all of our experiences are different and unique, but beautiful in some way. And we, we actually were in a situation with schools. We have always said that whatever school Xavier was in, we wanted them to be accepting of everybody. Now, some of these were Christian schools. And how can we be a part of something that says that we're Christian when we're not accepting and loving of everyone? And, wow, my Siri's talking to me right now. That was awesome. Yeah. And so how can we be accepting and, you know, when and not be judgy and be just in the right place all the time if we, you know, if people are are not letting certain people in because of their lifestyles. And our child actually got turned down to school to his face in during a an interview for a school when we had moved one time because we had just come, he had just left his friend with two dads. And he told them about his friend with two dads. And they shut his folder in front of his face and said, this is not the right place for you. Yeah, it was, it was a tough day. And it was a, it was a tough, crucial conversation. And, you know, the, the most important thing that we had to, to discuss with Zave after that, because there's, there's an anger component, right? You're, you're angry. You know, they, they just basically told your kid, you can't come to our school because you're, you don't share the same beliefs as us. And that's okay. And we were okay with that, but, you know, one thing that we had to do is get past the anger of kind of being embarrassed that, you know, we had been rejected, but it was not the right place for us, right. which was appropriate. But the the cool thing is, is that we were upset about it. Zay was like, all right, what's what's the next school? Let's go, let's go look at the next one. Yeah. Just Again, boom, one of those resilient. crucial conversations that we thought we were having, and he was like, well, I don't want to go there anyway. If they don't like my friend with two dads, then I don't want to be a part of that place. Well, you know what? Me either. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot that we can learn from kids with crucial conversations. There's so much that we can we can learn from each other. Don't be afraid to have them. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the conflict because conflict makes us stronger, but don't sneak attack somebody. So if you want to have a crucial conversation with you, your spouse, somebody, um, you and your spouse, you can have a crucial conversation with yourself too. Somebody at work, just remember, let them know that you're getting ready to have this. Let them know that this is important to you and that you'd like to discuss it. And if all else fails, what should they just do? Well, you should just breathe. Everybody have a wonderful day. Enjoy everything that you're doing and be safe and be well. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.